0: Okay. Welcome to Circuitous Conversations with Bill and Dan, episode 89 for Tuesday, June 12th, 2012. 12, 2012? That's weird. Yeah. I am yeah. Bill Wadman. And I am Dan Gottesman. And uh, we are back after only four days, I think. Really? Was well, it like Friday that we recorded? I don't think so. I'd be willing to bet that it was. Okay. Or Thursday. Yeah,
1: it was was definitely, you know, less than seven days for sure.
0: Um, But it was a big seven days in the nerdy stuff that you and I talk about Mm -hmm. Uh, because of the uh, WWDC. That would be the Apple Worldwide Developer Conference.
1: Yeah. Some of the cool kids call it Dub Dub.
0: That's it. They just call it Dub Dub. Yep. That's who are these cool kids?
1: You know the cool kids ah. on, on the internet.
0: Yeah, I'd like to find them so I could slap them. Uh, um, Worldwide Developer Conference, which is out in San Francisco mm-hmm. every year, where Apple has uh, like five thousand people pay a bunch of money to come hear yeah, about
1: twelve hundred bucks. Twelve
0: hundred.
1: Ish. I think it, it, that's like the, the the low end. I think that's the entry fee. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, you know how they used to, uh, in the old days, there were like different tiers. tiers. Yeah. yeah. Like if you wanted to go to the keynote you wanted to be able to attend these like class A sessions, then it was this much. But, you know, there's like a general admission pass that was, you know, didn't include anything, but you could just go and
0: hang out. Apparently the major problem the past few years is that they haven't actually expanded WWDC at all. I mean, physically yeah. in size, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but there are, you know, an order of magnitude more developers for Apple now, and a lot of them can't get tickets because they sell out in a matter of minutes.
1: Yeah, I think they said they sold, sold the whole thing out in like ninety minutes this yeah. time.
0: Which, interestingly enough, Google I/O is also selling out in like less than an hour. So it it's it, apparently people want these developer conferences. I guess so. Um, Bunch of nerds. Yeah. But for those of you who don't know, basically it's Apple standing up on st- – it has a whole bunch of sessions over the course of four or five days. All their engineers give these little talks about new APIs that the coders are going to use to build new applications, new features. Mostly it's a software kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's not just – It's I would say it's more of uh, – it really is aimed at people who make stuff for Macintoshes rather than people who just use them. You know? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, not, it's definitely not a, a consumer – conference. I mean, that's why it costs so much, you know, that's why like the Mac in the old days of MacWorld. uh, I guess MacWorld still runs, but it's not what it used to be. Uh, like a, uh, uh, a pass would cost like 50 bucks, you know, or you, you could go for next to nothing. Whereas like the, the entry fee again, like the lowest is like over a thousand dollars for this. Yeah.
0: No. And it's, 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 it's people clamor to get in there cause they can get the first word on the new features that they're going to be adding to Mac OS and iOS. Well, um, in, the,
1: in the old days, um, there were it, when when you know like i'm talking like five six years ago pre-iOS um it was actually really it was, it was a lot more i guess we'll use the word intimate where where if you were a developer and you were working on something and you know like let's say your product was um heavily based in QuickTime, uh that was your chance you could actually go to this conference and and actually have some face-to-face time with the guys at apple who write Quick time and, and like apparently
0: you know. that's still somewhat true. If you make apparently you can make appointments with specific engineers.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I'm yeah. sure that that still exists, but, but now it's not it's like so you're all hanging around more, with them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like again, five six years ago, pre iOS, uh, it was a much much more uh, yeah. intimate affair. Uh,
0: but but the the one of the big things that they do there is they have a keynote um, presentation, which was traditionally done by Mr. Jobs, uh, which. In which they uh, announce a bunch of new stuff, and now that Apple doesn't go to MacWorld, this is the only guaranteed once a year thing that we know we're going to get new stuff uh, from mm-hmm. Apple, uh, and uh, we did, which we'll get into in a second. Uh, but do you want you want to start with the hardware or software? Oh, we can go in the order that they announced it, if you want. Okay, in a minute. Uh, okay. they, they started with the laptops. Yep, which. Uh, Included updates to the current Air and current MacBook Pros to Ivy Bridge chips. Yep, and
1: they silently killed the 17-inch machine.
0: Should we play taps or something? You like the 17-inch machine?
1: I did. I do. In fact, I I am in a weird spot right now, considering all of the stuff that's happened. Um, there's a there's a small part of me that is very seriously considering waiting out the you know, the imminent dwindling of the supply of 17 inch machines waiting for them to get cheaper. And I might just get, you know, a 17 inch I seven, you know, for, you know, whatever, 1500 bucks or whatever, when they right. get, when they get that cheap, cause okay. that's still a kick-ass machine.
0: No, it is a kick-ass machine, but uh, well, we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Um, so they added Ivy bridge, which, uh, the nice thing about Ivy bridge is that the chipset also includes, uh, better integrated video and USB three support. Um, both of which, yeah. it seems, Apple has added to these machines, which is nice. So now we have USB 3.0 everywhere, and we can start using USB 3.0 drives and whatnot. Uh, yep. Which is uh, big for you, because you've been talking about the USB 3.0. Well,
1: it's just something, yeah. I, I, I've been just saying how, as far as ho- external hard drives and other peripherals are concerned, you know, card readers and what have you, that seems to be the way that the, the products are going. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad to see that, that uh, Apple is finally got on board.
0: They've also upped the, uh, Ram in the Airs to a max of eight gigs from four gigs, Ooh. which, you know, is not a, an unsmall thing. No, but, um, for those people who need, would, you know, for example, I, my 13 inch air is fine for the majority of stuff that I need to do on the road. Mm-hmm. If I had eight gigs of Ram, it would be a lot better than the four mm-hmm. gigs. Cause there sure. are times when I actually want to edit something with a tablet. Sure. Um, uh, No, it's it's not worth it to me to spend thousands of dollars on on a high end laptop and stuff just to you know for the couple times a year that I edit on the road. But right, um, so this one's fine except for the fact that the RAM is sort of like you know I'm stuck at four gigs. Um, So that that's kind of a a weird little thing. The the MacBook Pros, the other the medium ones, Mm -hmm. um, really not all that much.
1: No, it's more just a bump. Yeah, kind of what we when we were sort of speculating last week. That was sort of what we expected.
0: Yeah, and and again, if, if they ended with just those things, those were pretty like, eh, okay, that's all stuff that we would expect from any computer manufacturer. You know, right. we're jumping sure. up to the new chips, we're giving you a little bit more speed. Yeah, I think they upgraded to a new GPU in the MacBook Pros, the six hundred and forty or whatever it is, the new NVIDIA, um, yeah, which they also use in the new Monster Machine, mm-hmm. which in some ways replaces the MacBook pro 17 inch yeah and in some people's minds the mac pro
1: (laughs) yeah possibly
0: uh you want to give a rundown on this thing
1: the the new one yeah sure um let me pull up a a tab just to make sure i'm not missing anything but um yeah apple basically uh, met a whole bunch of people's expectations releasing uh a laptop with a retina display um, which Ooh. I personally wasn't anticipating. You know, I, I mean, like I said before, uh I'm not expecting it it wouldn't surprise me, but I'm not expecting it. You know, that, that was my my stance. Yeah. And um I mean, it's a pretty cool looking machine. But they've they've made some pretty dramatic choices. Oh, there's one other thing that they added to these new uh to everything, all the new machines, which is kinda of minor but it's something to say. Uh, the, the, apparently, they've updated the, the MagSafe connector.
0: Okay, I have something to say about this. Okay. It, come on, really? <laughs> like what? First of all, why didn't you make it a little bit smaller to begin with if you knew like two years down the line you were going to change it? And secondly, couldn't you make these machines like a millimeter thicker and um, then just use the same standard, your look, standard that you started obviously,
1: with? Obviously, the thinness of the computer is is a super high priority to them because you know it 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 dictated a lot of design choices i think
0: i'm sure you it know. did it just kind of like oh, come on now now we have two different now you can't just use the same adapters that you've you been know, using all along this is the same thing that happened 10 years ago i this don't know if this is the kind of this. bs apple stuff that people they, that pisses me off
1: well yeah i'm not going to i'm not disagreeing with you it's uh, it it's It sucks when this sort of thing happens, but it's happened in the past uh in the old days of the power book the um well, if you want to talk historically speaking uh when the power books first came out like in the nineties early nineties um they all had different power supplies they all, like the connectors were different, and the voltages were different
0: they were not interchangeable um And then, In some ways, they're not even for the current machines. I mean, the connection is the same, but my MacBook Air has a 45-watt power supply. It doesn't do you any good.
1: Right. Well, I mean, it would keep my machine on. It wouldn't do a good job of charging the battery, I don't think. I think it would take forever to charge the battery. But anyway, uh, the point is Apple has learned some lessons over the years, and um, finally, as of the PowerBook G3, you know, the Wall Street machine, uh, they standardized on a power connector um, between... The PowerBook G3 series, which I think lasted three or four generations, and the original iBook design. They all use the same sort of like a weird RCA style plug. Like, you know, imagine an RCA jack, but with a, you know, with a headphone plug as opposed to just uh, a straight through pin. Right. Um, but then the PowerBook G4 came out, the titanium machine. And because they wanted to make that thing thin, they actually took the exact same design and just shrunk it 10% and made it incompatible with those older adapters, even though the voltage and all that other stuff was the same. Um, and I actually wound up, I, I picked up this, this little adapter thing. I think it was like 18 bucks or whatever, uh, that would let me, you know, step down from the bigger connector, the bigger, older connector, to the newer, smaller connector. Um, but eventually that all, you know, you know, and they followed suit with the iBook G4 when that, that eventually came out. And that was the standard for, for years and years until the, uh, the MagSafe, came out in right. the middle of the year, you know, in the middle, in the mid two thousands.
0: And I like the MagSafe. I just think that it's, it's not that big to begin with. So it's true.
1: It's true. But, but have you see, the connector on the inside is, is a little bit bigger. So I guess they just, they needed to make the, the, the you know, I just feel like if, if the thing
0: is, is if it's thick enough, like my, my Sandy bridge MacBook air from last year can fit the old school, the old MagSafe connection. Mm-hmm. So if my air can do it, I think that the new machines could do it too if they wanted well, I to. I guess
1: but this is this is you have to remember this is Apple, for better or for worse, has a tendency to be a very forward thinking company.
0: And, <laughs> that's, and they, that's a kind way of putting it.
1: And they like to um they like to you know to to hedge their bets <laughs> and sort of give people very broad um indicators as to the direction that they are going. And I think it's it's now it's pretty safe to say and obvious that okay well we're we're going for thin people <laughs> you know thin is thin is a huge priority for us and we're going to do everything in our power to uh, to accommodate that and so that's 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 the long and the short of that so yep. while while you're right while while the your old machine you know was capable of doing it I wouldn't I mean this this you know the obvious example is let's see what the next gen let's see what the the, the obvious or the supposed Retina version of the next gen macbook air yeah. looks like i'll bet you it's going to be you know another three millimeters thinner which because i of that will tactic. tell you
0: i mean this machine is really tiny i know I so know. it's like it's getting to the point where there are times when when i first got this machine i would have it on my lap mm-hmm. and it would feel too light like it was tipping backwards because the screen was heavier than the than the base hmm. you know what i mean I do know what you mean. Yeah, which it's, is kind of like okay. Now you're getting to the point where making this thinner and lighter is just getting silly. Like true. this is it, so silly and light that it f- slides off of stuff. It's true, and it, it requires some some getting used to.
1: You know, it's it's like you have to adapt to that form factor because it's it's different. Anyway, still there.
0: Yep, still okay. there. So, okay, so the MagSafe. So, yeah, th- that's something
1: additional that got um, put on all the new machines. Um, but but uh, obviously, the, the flagship feature of the new MacBook Pro hmm. is the Retina display, which uh, comes in at a whopping 2880 by 1800 pixels.
0: So it's doubling the standard resolution of the old MacBook Pros and of, like, my MacBook Air. Yeah, it's kind of insane. It's yep. kind of a lot of pixels. It is a lot of pixels. That is a yeah. good way of putting it.
1: Yeah. And I uh I don't know. I'm I'm really curious to see what it'll, you know, how it'll look and feel,
0: uh, you know. You know, of- that a non-guy from a non-tech apparently has one and he put up some feelings on his blog and he basically he says it's beautiful and he says that obviously the GPU is rendering it high res and then downsampling it. Mm-hmm. Uh so that everything looks good, you know, whatever settings he has it on. Right. Um you know what it is? That screen is amazing. Yeah, uh, it's an IPS display in a laptop. Uh, it's crazy high res. That's all fantastic. Um, I would love to have Retina display, but I want a Retina display that's bigger than 15 inches. Mm. You know, okay. like it's, well, it's okay. Coming. It's great. It's 15 inches. It's super high res, but it's still a small screen. You know it's um, true. So for me it's it's not the right thing for me but I could see how it's the right thing for a lot of people. Now the question is is it the right thing for everyone who wanted a used a, a high res 17 inch?
1: It's a good question. I mean what uh, the reason I like the 17 inch is has less to do with the size of the screen. In fact, um it was more because of the bigger the bigger chassis, you know, the bigger box, it allowed Apple to put in faster processors and additional ports and right. But this thing PCs has as fast as the
0: processors you're gonna get it's true. in the old 17s. Uh it's true.
1: It's true. So uh to 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 answer that question, this this effectively would, you know, fill that role for me because I don't I'm not that concerned with screen real estate. I mean, don't get me wrong, the seventeen inches is nice and this obviously answers to that. Um but uh yeah that wouldn't be a deal breaker for me.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting thing. So there's the there's the screen. There is uh it's an Ivy Bridge uh, quad core. The low end is what two point three. Okay, which is the yeah two point three gigahertz is the low end, and the the high end one is two point seven.
1: Yeah, I think I can actually I think you might even be able to get one bump higher with the custom order. Let me just double check. You can that.
0: get one bump higher with a custom order, and it's it's like one it's it's literally like up to two point seven, which is mm-hmm. which is kind of silly to spend 250 dollars on
1: on another 100 megahertz
0: yeah it's like literally four percent faster or three percent faster for 250 bucks like that's just (laughs) some people are like that yep Yep. um but it is interesting okay so people were very excited about the price well actually wait let me let's back off it weighs what four and a half pounds something like that so it's essentially the same weight as the 13 inch macbook pro but it's a 15 inch machine
1: Right with the with the Retina display and
0: it is the uh, th- between the thickness of the Air and the old one. Yeah, but it's not crazy thin. It's like no, no. It's but it's it's really thin thinner. for what it
1: is. Yep. Yeah, for for all, all it's got in there.
0: Uh, one thing. Uh, so eight gigs of RAM or up to sixteen gigs of RAM, which a lot of people like.
1: You get two choices. Um, although there's the the, the the one little caveat is that unlike previous MacBook Pros uh, and 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 just like the MacBook Air. The RAM, the memory, is uh, permanent. So yeah, it's soldered on. You need to choose uh, from the get-go how Which, much you want.
0: You know, this is—I mean—the Airs I always kind of felt were more like, um, more like an iPad with a screen, in some right. ways, hardware-wise, right. like the kind of things people were using an use. iPad with a keyboard. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry. Where MacBook Pros, I always thought of as like a desktop that you can carry around with you. Sure, that's a good way um, of looking at it. So. The fact that they've now made these things largely unupgradable, they've turned them into iPads, essentially. Um, you can't change the battery. You can't change the RAM. Yeah. The the the, the SSDs are actually an uh, Apple proprietary socket. It's true. Um, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's, I
1: think it, they might we – we we'll still need – we'll wait until um, the guys at that- – I it or Mac uh, at uh, OWC get their hands on it and d- determine whether or not the storage is modular or not. I have a feeling it will be.
0: Uh, it is uh, it, supposedly it is, but in much the same way that the air is right. So you have to yeah, buy it's, from it's got specific some weird, places. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, some weird proprietary connector. Um, it's, it doesn't look anything like. It looks essentially just like another piece of RAM.
0: It does kind of suck that they don't say anywhere that the RAM is not upgradable when you're buying the machine. Yeah. You know, well, but, they,
1: but honestly, they,
0: they never say that
1: anywhere. It's not, you know, that's never, they've, they've never yeah, put that Yeah, I know, but
0: this, this is the MacBook Pro. This isn't for Joe Schmo wants a computer to browse just, the web. This is for serious
1: people. They've never put that in, if you go looking, digging through, they, they don't put, yeah. you know, in the details that you can upgrade it later. Yeah. Uh, I mean, technically speaking, uh, Apple has, has always had a really weird uh, way of portraying end user upgradable components you know they, they've never really waved that flag um except for maybe with the mac pro with the you know with additional internal hard drives um but uh but they've never really been big on touting any computer's upgradability right that's just that's just not the way they roll but
0: they were upgradable of course you know? no, they were. so they were. it's just kind of crazy that you're buying a machine that costs twenty two hundred dollars at the low end mm-hmm. that you can't add more ram to um I don't know. It's just, I mean, it's not crazy. It's just it's the first of its kind, and and I personally don't it's not like the it. First of its kind. Well, it's the first of its kind at of that level, you know. Like okay, like yeah. I was saying.
1: Um, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. It's the first um, pro
0: machine that you can't upgrade.
1: Yeah, You mean, you can't upgrade after the fact.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can. Um, you have to buy it with whatever. So, I mean, in some ways, you almost definitely. I don't know. Any and see, the thing is, is that this is a serious machine for a very specific kind of user. It's true. And the kind of user who's going to use it is probably going to want to max it out in some way, uh, whether that's, you know, the faster CPU and then probably more Ram and it quickly goes from $2,200 to $3,000 if you add the bigger CPU and the more Ram. True. Uh, so yeah. Okay. It's a $2,200 machine, but not really in any way that any serious person's going to buy it. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it, I mean, that's a big jump from, I mean, you also get a bigger SSD, right? You go from 256 to 512 when you get the upgraded CPU. Right. And that's actually where a lot of that money goes, I think. Yep. Um, that stuff's still not cheap. Right. Yeah. All solid state stuff. So, I mean, but overall, well, let's, t- let's talk about the ports a little bit. Okay. Uh, no firewire. Nope. No ethernet. Nope.
1: Uh, which no are, audio in
0: no audio in, yeah I hadn't, I hadn't thought of that. Yep. But there is an audio out. There's a headphone jack.
1: Yep, and no PC card, no, no PC Express slot.
0: Well, they didn't have PC Express on the old 15, did they?
1: No, but the 17 did.
0: Okay, right. But the question is, what do, what, what did people use that for? Uh, what the PC Express slot? Mm-hmm. Uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, like, but all uh, kinds of stuff that they want to sell you more Thunderbolt stuff, right?
1: Well, yeah. Th- Thunderbolt effectively, you know, I, I would imagine in Apple's eyes, Thunderbolt replaces that uh, function.
0: Right. Uh now, pe- I
1: mean, Sonnet makes a little breakout box, essentially like a little you know express card slot in a box that is you know Thunderbolt, um, and it's not that expensive. I think it's like hundred and fifty bucks.
0: Yeah. Uh, so you ca- a lot of people like Ethernet though, uh, especially yeah. the wireless being just n. It's not the new what is it a AC Pro uh, the new. AC, know. whatever the new one is. No, I'm, a,
1: I'm, a, I'm, I'm on that boat for sure. I'm a big uh, fan of uh, Ethernet.
0: Which uh, some people are going to be pissed about. Um, that John Syracuse, he loves the Ethernet. Uh, Lots of people do. It's, it's, you know, it's good stuff. Um, it, it, what, it, what I'm curious about is to see what, uh,
1: what this Thunderbolt to Ethernet uh, dongle adapter looks bucks. like. 29
0: Yeah. Uh, I, although, you know what? It, I honestly think that if you're spending $2,200 on a machine, they can throw in the damn Ethernet dongle.
1: Yeah, they should. They should probably include both of those. And man, in the old days, man, I can remember um, when the original like PowerBook G3 and G4s shipped, they would totally toss those things. And we used to have stacks of those things. There, there was um, this is this is way back now. Um,
0: Wait, what kind of adapters were you be talking about there?
1: I'm talking about the S-video component to composite adapter. Oh, okay. It was a little pigtail yep. style adapter that had a essentially a little you know nine pin or eight pin mini DIN connection, which was S video or well, well, yeah, there's two versions of S video, one with like seven pins and one with four pins. Um, and then, uh, a yellow, you know, old school yellow RCA jack on the other end so that you can essentially connect your laptop to a television set or a projector back then. This is, you know, before when projectors still had, uh, comp- I guess they still have component inputs on them, but, um, but yeah, that, that you know that used to be included, and they used to inc- come with a, an RJ forty, uh, sorry, an RJ eleven cable for your modem. They used to have built in modems yeah. back in the day. Yeah, um, and then I remember when, when the original, when the first, when they first introduced the mini VGA, like the, the iBook, I want to say it was the first machine to sport um, that, you know, crunchy size uh, VGA, and then eventually DVI port. The very first ones of those came with that little adapter, that little dongle yep. adapter. Uh, and then as Apple started to lean lean the package down, um, they, uh, they they didn't include it anymore and sold it as a $30 upgrade.
0: I think it's fine that you don't include it on a MacBook Air, but I think if you're going to call it the MacBook Pro and you're taking away an Ethernet connection, yeah, yeah. they should give you the damn Ethernet adapter, um, yeah. especially if it's $29. It's not like it's like a... Two hundred dollar adapter. No, true. I um, agree. Uh, so that's kind of weird. But dual Thunderbolt.
1: Yeah, two Thunderbolt ports. Uh, uh,
0: what else is on there? Uh, uh, SSD card. Yeah, great. And HDMI. And it, yeah. Which probably is for like video people outputting to an external monitor.
1: Right, or people who you know more and more projectors in you know presentation rooms are getting HD televisions and HD projectors that have HDMI ends on them. So yeah. that's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. And it also does have, uh, an, an, I, I'm kind of psyched to see Apple depart from the, um, you know, all the ports on one side only approach, you know, well, so I think now it's they got were a USB 3 that, port
0: on each side. They were doing that both to uh, make it cleaner, and also they had this slot on the other side. True. So like the, the MacBook Airs have stuff on both sides.
1: Yeah, no, I know. I'm just saying this is a nice continuation of that design.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, um, yeah, the audio ends a weird thing. I hadn't thought huh? of that. Yeah.
1: Well, USB, man. Yeah, I mean, you just use USB for that.
0: Yeah, I know. It's just you know it's it's it's, it's going to be interesting getting used to. Actually, there there is one little
1: exception to the rule. Um, you're like, okay, well, what if I want to use my my little cheap headphones? You know. Yes. Uh, the the headphone jack is uh, essentially the same multi contact jack like the iPhone. So okay. if you do have a pair of headphones with a built in microphone, you can stick those in and, and the microphone will work.
0: Yes. So that's kind of cool. Uh, which is, you know, probably 80% of the time, 90% of the time, somebody what would actually want to use do. the built-in audio anyway.
1: Exactly. And apparently it has two built-in microphones now that are supposedly good sounding. So. You know, I'd be
0: interested to see if uh, if you took the, um, the, fu- the Thunderbolt to Firewire 800 adapter and then put an 800 to 400 adapter on there and plugged in my M-Audio audio interface. Uh-huh. If it would work well or if it, I'd have problems. I don't know. Theoretically, I your, your problem
1: I should. would be more software than anything else.
0: Uh, yeah, but wouldn't it see it? I mean, theoretically, it should just see it as a regular FireWire device. Yeah, in theory. Um, it's just crazy. FireWire gone. Well, it makes sense, I man. Thunderbolt's a superior
1: connector. Yeah, you know? it's a superior no, protocol. It's so true. I think it's good. It's uh, a so nice it's support.
0: it's thin. It's light. It's got a great screen. Uh, it's expensive. It's fast. You know, it's funny when I saw the, yes, it's fast, but it's not desktop fast. True. You know, I mean like the, the, the Ivy bridge chip in my new machine is 3.4 gigahertz to zooms up to like 3.9 and I've overclocked it to 4.2. Right. So it's, it's fast, but it's not like going to replace a Mac pro fast. No, which, then, which which is the big question because they okay they did update the Mac Pros yesterday silently yeah barely but really all they did was they like jumped the bottom CPU up one notch yeah they got rid of eight core machines and they made them all twelve core machines um and they rejiggered some of the prices in the middle but not really lowering that much yeah. um it's
1: it's a big upset
0: that no was, USB that was my three upset. no Thunderbolt yeah. nothing no, it sucks. And a lot of people in the pro industries are like, wait a minute, that's what we were waiting for this yeah. whole time? We, and the worst part, I mean, there's other things about it, too. First of all, they're still two-year-old CPUs. They're not using, like, Sandy Bridge E. They're still using the old socket, yeah. which is like, really? And yeah. they're still putting in uh, ATI uh, 5770 cards in yeah, there. Yeah,
1: it's all, it's all, everything is old, yeah. basically, except it's for the like processor. It's like a
0: three-year-old machine. Yeah. Um, it's kind, kind of lame.
1: I think what they, they my my hunch is that they're just basically trying to show people that well, look we're not giving up on you completely we're working on something here's a little bit to okay, hold you over what have they until been working
0: I, on for the past three years then I
1: don't I don't know man I mean I, well I I gotta say if it were up to me based on you know the people I I listen to and talk to and work with all the time the you know they basically blew their wad on their hardware wad on, on this new retina macbook pro yeah um which which is fine but i would have been fine if they waited on this for another six or nine months and given us you know the revolutionary new desktop design but they decided to to flip it and i guess again looking at apple as a business economically speaking that makes more sense because they sell way more portables than they do desktops and i guess they wanted to just you know yeah, no, and it's it's a cool machine. You no, know? It's, I mean it's
0: a really cool machine, and you could theoretically, you know, plug it into a monitor and use this as your main desktop, and it would be a it very fast a machine. Two monitors,
1: yeah. dude. It can drive two displays natively, which is kind of awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I mean the problem with that is that the current cinema display is a much lower resolution than the screen in the laptop.
1: That's true. It's probably good because it's that much less work for the CPU, right? But not. you understand
0: what I'm saying. It's just kind of like you're. It's they now need to update the cinema displays. What um, I'm
1: curious about is um is if the uh if you do two let's say you plug two displays into the two thunderbolt ports can you also get a, a, another signal out of the HDMI as well can you actually get like you know maybe it, it would just be a mirrored you know
0: yeah, Good uh, question I don't know what I the limits be are Be curious I mean I'm uh, sure it
1: can do at least two but we need to could do three
0: Well and it it gets to the point where yes you could use this as your only machine but then you're going to need external storage
1: Yeah, Thunderbolt. That's how they look at it,
0: right? And then so you're spending another grand on a Promise raid. It's just it's interesting that it's like they're they're as it's it's almost as if they don't want the prices of anything to actually come down.
1: (laughs) But that's not. I mean, again, historically speaking, that's the way Apple does it, man. They keep the prices the same. They make the machines better, and they add little tweaks and changes as they go. But
0: it's not that this thing is actually. It's like this is the new high end but it's actually not really any faster than the last, you know, the current old high end. And yet, I don't know, it's just kind of it's a strange thing. It's like isn't now, it though? Aren't the the Ivy Bridges faster than no, the No, they they are, but like not like appreciably like if you had a top of the line iMac with a top of the line Sandy Bridge, it's about the same. It's like within 10%. And this hmm. is a this is the mobile part, which means it's a lot slower than the desktop part.
1: What about also how would you compare this? Wouldn't you say I mean It's still faster than the the previous, like the fifteen and seventeen inch i sevens, right?
0: Yeah, but those were those were Sandy Bridge chips. Those, I mean, it's 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 the mobile. Yeah, within ten percent of that. I guess my point is that like you're getting if okay, if you want the top of the line Apple thing now, it's going to cost you at least twenty two hundred dollars plus a thousand dollars for the raid plus a thousand dollars for the monitor. It's like you're always spending five grand no matter what happens. Uh huh. Um, When has that changed? Well, it's just that you're not actually getting that much more than you were getting before, other than the fact that it's smaller. I don't know. It just I, I, it bothers me that the top of the line thing that Apple makes now is a portable that I don't need because I don't need a portable.
1: Okay, well that, that's that's a reasonable complaint. But, um, and you, you know, you're basically saying they didn't cater to your expectations. But again, just to sort well, it's of not just, just mine, it's a lot I'm of people. Pl- I, I I would never. But I'm buy playing anyway. devil's advocate sure. here, and I'm I'm just saying this is as disappointing as as it is. And I'm not saying it's not disappointing because I'm I I also share it in the disappointment. Um this shouldn't come as a as a surprise to anybody. Uh Apple has been an extremely predictable, extremely consistent uh performing, behaving company for years now. This is this is what they do. This is exactly what they do every single time. Premium products um, for premium prices. Yep. That's the, I mean it's 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 textbook at this point, you know? Uh, yeah. it, it shouldn't really be coming as a, as a shock to anybody.
0: It's funny though, you you really almost I mean, y- you could almost get rid of the low-end new one and just say, "All right, it's going to cost you twenty eight hundred bucks plus yeah. tax plus mm-hmm. Apple Care, another three hundred fifty bucks." Yeah, but at the same time, I've
1: been in situations um, from an IT standpoint where th- that low-end machine is is what breaks it. You know, is the make or break. It's like, okay, well, look, you, our budget is this. Yep. We need nine of these. Um, we can either do this or we can do that, and it's like, well, would you rather have the the low end good one or the high end crappy one? No, and I Most, I, I most people would that. tend to err towards the low
0: end good one. But it, I, I th- in some ways, I think it's probably more of a marketing thing that they figure, you know, what we need to show people that it's not going to cost three thousand dollars for the laptop, even though it Absolutely. probably will be. Absolutely, you know. <laughs> No, it's true. Marketing,
1: marketing is the is the department at Apple that makes all of these annoying calls. Man, they're the yeah. ones who decided. I guarantee you. I promise you that marketing is the is the department that decided it was time to release this new MacBook Pro and not the Mac Pro. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, they're the yeah. ones who make that call.
0: It's a, it's an interesting thing. I, overall, I will tell you. I mean, you and I were IMing a little bit during the show, um, and you kind of said, "This is my new machine." Well, yeah. I mean, you still if I feel that the, way. I, it, unfortunately,
1: yeah. At this point, um, w- what I've decided is, is, you know, I'm still rocking this old first gen unibody, yeah. Your, your laptop is pretty well. Yeah, it's pushing three years at this point. So, assuming I continue to get the kind of work that I've been getting, you know, working on on set, right. having to do transcoding, having to do importing and what have you.
0: You need something um, with more juice.
1: I, yeah, I need something. But so, um. If I had to buy a brand new computer, um, th- this new one is definitely looking tempting. However, um, I there's a, like I said, there's a small part of me that is that is growing, <laughs> uh, that is heavily considering saving a little bit of money. Because here's another thing, man. There's I've, I've had a longstanding personal sort of personal rule um, of of trying to never ever get any any first generation Apple product ever. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I have this first gen MacBook Pro unibody is because it was essentially a gift. You know, you know, I didn't, I didn't pick it. It was, it was, you know, it was either this or nothing. So I took this. You know, sure. Yeah. That, that was the situation. Um, but ha- if I had my druthers, I would have waited it out till the second or third generation. Um, so what I would would almost, you know, and in fact, just sort of saying it out loud now, I, I, I'm going to put it up to fifty percent at this point. And I, there's a very good chance that I just might you know, bide my time a little bit, pick up a, you know, a top-of-the-line kick-ass I7 17-inch machine when they go on sale, you know, when they're when they're getting on clearance and liquidated. Yep. because uh, that again, that machine would still do the job that I need to do just fine. Uh it still has an express slot on it, which is which is very useful to me. Um, and would probably do me fine for the next two to three years. And then by that time that this new what you know whatever happens to the MacBook Pro line will have you know here's here's the other thing man um, this machine is probably I guess, no I, I was going to say it probably will only run ten uh, point eight but if they're shipping it now then it obviously runs ten seven as well um, but I I also have other factors to consider uh, as far as um, you software might want to be concerned. on uh, Snow Leopard. Well, not, I I wouldn't yeah wouldn't be able to run Snow Leopard on a new machine that I buy today.
0: But no, but if you bought the 17-inch, you could. I don't well,
1: I don't know about that. I'm not sure if they if the new ones because Apple has a pretty you know yeah, but wasn't the
0: last one out like before Lion came out?
1: I don't think so. Okay, I think, I think it was post Lion. Um, I, c- I mean, I could double. I have to, I'd have to double oh, check. You Maybe
0: you're right. October 2011. Okay.
1: Yeah. But, um, but you see what I'm saying? Like, you and I both know that software developers have a tendency, an unfortunate, sad, frustrating tendency to, to drag their feet and take longer than we would like for them to get their, you know, drivers and their, you know, their what have yous in, in shape to run on the latest and greatest everything. Yep. So, so I would probably, again, from a professional standpoint, uh, when I'm, when I'm out on set in the field, don't get me wrong. If it was ten percent faster or fifteen percent faster, that'd be great. But I will take a hundred percent slower in 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 favor of a hundred percent more reliable every sure. time. You know, okay. I would rather have it run half a speed, half the speed, and never ever crash and never give me any crap, rather than have it run twice as fast. But oh, this might not work, or this might be a little flaky. So watch out. Right. So that's that's my that's my yeah. take on it. So I, as much as I like this new machine. From again from a from a work professional standpoint i I can't exactly justify it just yet
0: um you know I saw when i when they first showed it and you saw the pictures on the screen yeah, the instant feeling I got was the same feeling I got when I saw the original Thai book uh-huh like sort of like oh that's a whole it's it's okay it's the next generation laptop it's amazing. I had some serious gear lust, even though I don't really like laptops um But then, like, by the time they actually announced the price, like, while they were showing, like, the video of Johnny Ives saying how great it was and how revolutionary and no one ever thought of anything this amazing ever in the history of man, um, I had sort of come down off of that sort of, ooh, to sort of say, you know what? If I got this tomorrow, I would sit here and I'd open it up and I'd open up a browser and I'd be browsing the web and I'd be like, it's just a damn laptop. (laughs) It's true. You know, like ultimately yeah. the only thing special about that is the screen. It's true. That's it. And, and the rest of it's just a laptop and it's kind of like, okay, well, you know what? That doesn't do it for me. That's not worth that kind of money. Now, if I, if I was, if I was looking for a new laptop and I had 2,500, three grand to spend, sure, it would be the one I'd get. Um, although your whole first generation thing is always a good point.
1: I'm just, yeah, I mean, historically speaking, first-gen right. Mac stuff.
0: But I kind of came down nice. pretty quickly. But it has the same sort of very minimalist kind of look. Remember that, man, that first titanium laptop came out. It was, like, so sexy. It's true. Um, it made everything else look old, which this thing does, except for the MacBook Airs, I guess. Um, anyway, just kind of, it's, it's nice, but it's not crazy. Um, apparently, they put out a new um, Airport Express, too. Yeah, that thing looks cute. It looks like a uh, the uh, Apple TV, but white. Yeah, with
1: uh, with a couple more ports on it.
0: Um, although I do like the Air- the Airport Express the way it just sort of has the plug built into it, so it plugs into the wall like a like one of the power adapters. True,
1: it's a nice uh, um, it's a nice design.
0: So you know that one that it's it's not as easy to probably carry with you, which I think is what a lot of people use those for. Although probably less and less as time goes on, uh, as hmm. hotels but- get Wi Fi and whatnot.
1: I, I could argue either way. I mean, it, it, I don't think the physical dimensions are that much different. Um, I think, no, but then you, know, you got to
0: carry the power cable as opposed to just having
1: the thing built in. This is true, but but you know what's another cable? Well, it's another cable.
0: They they could have just put that. In fact, I, I could even argue.
1: I can even argue that that um, that having the cable is more flexible because I, I could tell you from personal experience that sometimes the location and of it's the power, too big, uh, yeah. you know, no, or, or like where the you know where the actual ac socket on the wall is is just not good compared to where the ethernet jack is Mm -hmm. or you know or like maybe it's stuck behind a desk or behind a bookshelf or you know out of the way
0: yeah uh no that's true i think you can i I think the old one though you have that little thing where you could pop it off and put the Thing on like you could right. with the laptops, and then
1: what are you, what are you talking? Then, then you're carrying around one of those things. Too. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm <laughs> just saying that I don't. I wouldn't do that, but you could if you if you had yeah. to.
1: And, um, I, and actually, I did do that. When I, whenever I traveled, I, I'd have one. That's essentially a you know a book power extension cord, or sorry, right. a, you know laptop extension cord, which you could use in either the laptop power supply or the the uh, the Airport Express. So I would take I would carry one. It makes you know, wonder
0: and, if they're getting rid so, of the Airport Extreme because this thing does everything that one does. Does it? Well, no, the
1: Airport Extreme has a gigabit switch in it.
0: Oh, right, this one doesn't. Hey, but you know what? We don't need ethernet anyway cuz no one's <laughs> true. Yeah. yeah. Who it's Who not needs built ethernet? into the new machines. It's uh, kind of crazy. Um cool. So, uh wh- what do we got on the software side? Uh Oh boy. Big big stuff. Okay, Mountain Lion um Developer preview is going to be released for real, like to consumers in July. They said,
1: "Yeah, it's actually shipping soon." Which is weeks away. Twenty bucks, dude. You cannot not that, dude. You got to give them props for that. Well,
0: the reason why they can do that is because they don't make their money from software. You know, true they like, if you make both the hardware and the software, you can charge $3,000 for your laptop and then give away the OS. It's true. Which is essentially what they're doing. That's which exactly. is like, of course, Microsoft can't sell it for 20 bucks because that's where they make their money. Um, right. uh, but yeah, no, 20 bucks is great. It's pretty sweet. Um, so, I think it's going
1: to really minimize the, uh, the piracy factor, too. I think Apple has really, t- you know, to their credit, and to has their there benefit, been a
0: big privacy problem with Mac OS? No, piracy. Oh, uh, that's what I meant.
1: Um, yeah, there's always been. You know, people are always like, "Oh man, I don't want to pay for that." Uh, can I get a copy of this? Can I get a copy of that? But I now, think with it, it's Lion,
0: like, it sort of went away.
1: It, it definitely. They took a step in the right direction with Lion, but now remember, Lion was thirty bucks, and they're like, "You know what? Let's just make it twenty bucks. Twenty bucks is nothing." You know, yep. I mean,
0: that's yeah. for an
1: OS for a major OS release update. Come on, that's yeah,
0: that's a good deal. Uh, so it's got some cool stuff in it.
1: Yeah, lots of cool stuff. I, I haven't really spent much time looking uh, at everything. more iCloud the integration little bits and pieces that I've seen.
0: Yeah,
1: um, look really cool. Uh,
0: the more iCloud integration, there's that messages app. Yeah, the whole
1: notifications business. That Notifications
0: looks pretty slick. is is pretty cool. Um, oh. And then apparently you can share like sharing stuff to Facebook. Apparently is like a big thing. Um, I mean, it looks like the it, it looks like the next step, right? The obvious. Next. Yes,
1: it's it, they made some really cool cool choices. I'm Um, really looking forward to seeing one. In fact, I will, this will, as as you might remember, I... skip line? Yeah, well, I'm not running, because, I mean, think about it, man. It's too big of a pain in the ass for me to to upgrade this machine right now, my little, my old 10.6, you know, three-year-old machine, and I'm willing to, I'm going to stay right where I am for this for now, and then what I'll probably do is sometime in the next six months, uh, I'll buy a new computer, and it'll probably be a 17-inch laptop, and then that machine, I will update to 10.8. And then start fresh from there. Okay, that's probably right. what I'll do.
0: Although you know what, ten eight, you're starting at ten eight zero. You know, maybe it'll be a little buggier. It's true. Um, they're also putting out new uh, new iOS.
1: Yeah, no 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 surprise there.
0: What, what do you what do you, I mean? You think any of those new features? I guess look, well, Siri is supposed to get crazier. Um, Facebook integration, blah blah blah. Uh, sharing photo streams. That passbook app is pretty cool. I still don't fully get what that deal is. So, I mean, have you ever used any of these applications that use like, so all the different uh, stores you go to, right? On their little picture there, they have like target Fandango, Starbucks, Amtrak, the Apple store. Yeah. Uh, So you need those little, uh, you know, customer appreciation cards. Basically you can scan those in. So they're all in this thing and they can just, it'll just pop it up on the screen. You can scan it in. Uh, It'll also do it for say movie tickets or airline boarding pass. I've actually, I think I've done that once with an airline thing. Right. And and that's always like in a separate app, you know, it's in the United app or whatever it is. Um, I, it would be nice to have them all in one place and not have to carry crap in your wallet. Um, Mm. the only thing I don't like about it is that I don't trust that it's going to work. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, I mean, if, if I think, I'm going getting on a plane, I'm going to print the thing out. So I have it in my pocket. Cause God forbid, Oh, there's no internet connection at the security checkpoint and it can't download the latest, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that's like my nightmare. It's like, I get to the plane and I can't get on because my iPhone crashed, you know, or, or can't get a network connection or, or is corrupt or, or can't read the screen or whatever the problem is. True. Um, so I ended up I ended up uh, printing them anyway, even when I can just scan them. So for me, it's you know I think it's a neat idea. It's whether or not it actually works well. We'll see. I think
1: the big the big new splash there with iOS is uh, is the maps.
0: Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about this?
1: You know, well, I told you before last time. I think um, how um, I'm pretty sensitive to the way the rendering is done, the actual drawing of the map is done, and out of all of the map. Uh, software I've seen available, um, Google still looks and feels the best mm-hmm. or the least bad, you know, compared to everything else. Yep. From what we're seeing on screen here, from these little screenshots and demos, I think this has the potential to trump that. Uh, and I would like to spend a little bit more time giving it a closer look. Um, um, because I, I, like I said, I think Apple knows what they're doing and they, they have, you know, high, the same sort of standard that I do. Um, and I'm you know, I'm hopeful that it'll be really cool.
0: Um, it it looks fine. Um, they're not going to have Street View, which I kind of like sometimes when you're trying to find something specific. True. Um, I I like Google Maps. What I hope will happen is that Google will put out an iOS Google Maps app. Yeah, I think that's that's a
1: safe assumption with
0: with pretty much everything that's in the Android app. Because iOS people who haven't played with Google Maps on Android, Google Apps on Android was great yeah uh, it had you know you had turn by turn navigation you could like put the thing in three dimensions and rotate around it like spin right. around right. um you could do all kinds of things you could put different layers on so you could like put a transit layer on top of the the map all the things you can do on the google maps on the web you could do on the android app um so for a long time that's one of the things when i moved back from android to ios i was like god these maps suck um <laughs> And it wasn't it wasn't Google's fault. I'm sure it was Apple because Apple wrote the app. You know they're just mm-hmm. using Google's backend. Mm-hmm. Uh, for and for you know Google uh, the the maps on uh, iOS really haven't changed since day one.
1: No, it's been a really like consistent thing. Let's, so like, yeah, this is a great That's
0: update, but they've been way behind for a long time. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, I hope that Google makes one um, just because. Then it gives you more options. I'd like the option of of, of using the Google thing. Um, right. I don't know. It's uh I don't drive all that often unless I'm traveling to a new city. Offline maps is a problem. Yeah, if, if they can't do that because of the new the new Google stuff, you can choose like a point and say, give me everything within ten miles of this. So if you're going to a new city, I'm going to San Francisco, I can say download all of San Francisco so that when I get there it doesn't have to use the internet connection. Or or if I'm going to Rome, I don't have to worry about having you
1: know. Right, and that's actually the ar- one of those arguments for a dedicated handheld GPS unit.
0: Right, so Just, once you get sort of the offline maps onto one of these things, then, then it's much less of an issue. Yeah. Um, I think they look good. I don't think that they are head and shoulders above what Google showed last week, which I think looks pretty much the same. Sort of flyover stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the maps are cool. Uh, there's also uh, FaceTime over 3G, or over cellular, they say. Yeah. They don't say 3G. I wonder if that's going to be just over 4G. And how much bandwidth is that going to suck up? Mm. You know, that, that's the kind of thing that's like, okay, cool feature, but absolutely useless in New York City. <laughs> True. You know, th- you can't use any of that stuff.
1: I can hardly place a phone call, yeah. let alone a FaceTime call. <laughs> exactly.
0: Uh, what do you think about this? Uh, and then there's the whole thing where you can uh, do the do not disturb. and I, I think
1: these are all great logical
0: Next steps. steps. Forward.
1: Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot, all of it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I, am I'm, I'm just, I, I could say I'm, I'm happy that, uh, I'm happy to see the, the evolution that uh, iOS is making, yeah. you know, it's, it's really great.
0: Nothing in, uh, in iOS six though, that makes me want to use the betas <laughs> like last year. There oh, yeah, was the, you, notifications, the notifications, which yeah. was really frustrating in old versions of iOS. And that was one thing that I was like, I'll oh, screw it. I'll use the beta. Yeah. You know, and I found a friend of mine who's a developer, and had him mm-hmm. use you know my machine as one of his things. And yeah, I, but I'm not going to do that this time. Like you know, my machine's fine. In fact, you know, my phone, which is a uh, the iPhone 4, the original one, it's feeling slow lately. Isn't it weird how you it, like it was top of the line a year and a half ago, and now all of a sudden? Well, actually, know, things, less than a year and a half. Last summer, it was t- it was the best phone. But that that kind of happens though, man. Yeah, I know. As
1: as, as you use the, the device certain parts of it get, get gummed up and
0: crufty. Have you ever had to, do you ever wipe off your iOS device? Yeah, I've done it a couple times. Does it actually help? Yeah. So I should just do that? Yeah, start fresh. Rebuild it. Yeah, totally. Do you actually back it up and restore or do you really well, start I, from scratch?
1: I do make backups periodically anyway. Um, but these days, restoring your phone, like just redownloading a handful of apps, it's not that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. But do you do that or is that it yeah, yeah. up again?
1: No, I, I do that because cause if you just restore from a backup, you're literally just you know putting everything back. You know that's you're not you're not getting the benefits of the clean install. Um, the downside to, to doing everything fresh is having to re-enter your damn password a million times. Yes, um, like for all your different accounts and you know and allowing location services to determine your location that kind of thing. You know that kind of crap. But that you know whatever doesn't take that long. And the benefit of having a nice peppy device is is worth it.
0: Yeah, it's really really interesting. Anything else uh, from yesterday's show that was fun?
1: Hmm. I still didn't actually watch the keynote. Okay. Um, uh, so there might be some details that uh, I
0: missed. Uh, you know, it's uh, but, uh, it, overall though. I mean, I, the only thing that's really anything is that new laptop. Yeah. I mean, everything that's... else was just sort of like, eh, okay. Mm. You know, you could have put it out a press release. Yeah. Um, that laptop's cool. I just go back and forth on it. I wrote a, I wrote a big post yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. Where I was pretty cranky about it. <laughs> Not cranky, just sort of like, you know what it is? Sometimes I feel like Apple's... Position? The, pe- the, the people who love Apple really, really love Apple. In a you way that say. it doesn't feel like Apple loves them as much. And so when I see somebody who's been clamoring for like a new pro machine and it's amazing, whatever it is. And it's like, okay, but we're going to nickel and dime you over everything, including an Ethernet port. I'm like, come on. You know, mm-hmm. if somebody's spending that much money, <laughs> I don't know. just kind of, uh, you're that, not
1: the only one who feels that way, man,
0: but people do it anyway, which is kind of what we were talking about last week. It's like, even though they know that they're getting nickel and dimed, they have to buy it. Oh, do you see the new, uh, iPad case?
1: Yeah, the, the new uh, MagSafe case, all kind of, or not MagSafe, you know, the old smart cake smart cover case combo deal.
0: Yeah, that wraps around the back. Mm-hmm. That actually is interesting to me. Cool. Should, because I, I, I'd be curious to see. That's what it looks sort of like the a case a that I, 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 didn't like the idea of it just holding on with magnets on the right. side, um, and I wanted to cover the back. But I, the only problem with it, it's like fifty dollars for a stupid piece of plastic.
1: Good luck finding any iPad case that doesn't cost between 30 and
0: $50. Yeah, they get you that way, don't they? Well, that's, that's a business, man. Ah, uh, technology. <laughs> <laughs> so really, what are you going to do? You haven't decided yet. Who, me? Yeah.
1: I'm going to wait and see what kind of work I get first, man. i got to get some monies.
0: How much are these 17-inches uh, going for now? Were they refurbs, I guess, is what you'd have to get?
1: Yeah. Um, let's see. I actually have a bookmark. So the cheapest I can get, I can get an i5... A 2010 i5 17 inch um, for sixteen hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, I see that one. Yeah, but um, you really want to go for? I would wait
1: for. I would want the 2011 i7s, which are the cheapest of which is now eighteen ninety nine. I have a feeling within the next six to nine months, that's going to drop down to that sixteen hundred. Plus, price that's under.
0: the that's the slow processor. You kind of want the.
1: I don't. The, the difference between two point two and two point three or four. Yeah, or whatever. No, as long as it's an I7, i seven two point eight, aren't they? I just as long as it's an i seven. That's all I'm really concerned okay. about.
0: I mean, here it is. Anything is such a huge jump up from the machine you're using now.
1: Yeah, that's just my point. Um, so if, if I, it just has to have four cores, a uh, PC Express slot. Ideally, it would have a map display instead of a glossy display. The other thing that I like is that I can put two drives in this thing, too. I can pull out the optical drive and put, put my own drives in, you know?
0: No, that's true. And, you know, you're paying for it in weight, I guess. That thing is, what, like six and a half pounds?
1: Something like that. I don't care, dude. I, it's going to be sitting on a laptop plate you know on a table anyway you know i you've seen the, the amount of crap i carry around
0: yeah no you you're the difference
1: between two pounds is no big deal for yeah, me
0: you're you're a, you're you're a mule you like yeah. carrying stuff i crap two pounds a day <laughs> 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 uh, that's good yeah. i think that might be today's intro uh, it might even be today's title there you go <laughs> um yeah i yeah it's nice I guess uh, I just go back and forth. I, I, I just you know every time I've tried to use a laptop as my only machine, I get frustrated and go but back to it. Then desktop. don't do it, dude. Yeah. Um, problem solved. Yeah, it's true. Uh, hey, uh, before we wrap up here, what do you have you? I meant to ask you about this last week. Mm. Have you read anything about this Flame virus? Nope. I okay. No what you're about. So did you you know about Stuxnet? That thing sure. that came out last year. Okay. So it ripped apart a bunch of centrifuges in Iran's, uh, uranium stuff. Yeah. Um, so it broke it. it. basically, all those machines that they had were, none of them were connected to the internet. And the way it got in was somebody's USB drive, which is what they were doing all along, right. planning on somebody's USB drive, bringing it in. Um, so, so they broke, they got in that way and they broke up with this Stuxnet. They, they had these centrifuges so that the centrifuges were acting all weird and actually pulling themselves apart because the, you know, the settings that it made them work, but right. it made the control software think that everything was fine so that they didn't know that stuff was going wrong. Right. It's actually really slick. Yeah. pretty slick. Um, so pretty much everyone assumes that Israel and perhaps America, the U S built this thing to destroy Iran's, uh, nuclear ambitions.
1: Yeah, I think there was a fresh air interview from a guy who wrote a book about it recently. That's why I, yeah. I think it just, recently.
0: now the problem is, is that like, well, first of all, the U S says that cyber attacks are, our, uh, our war which it's means that we basically yeah. have declared war on Iran and if if they used our uh you know rules they would be able to attack with weapons <laughs> uh, based on this but whatever mm-hmm. um so apparently there's a new virus out cuz stuxnet was like a couple hundred k mm-hmm. this new virus is 20 megs okay uh, and it's called flame uh-huh. and essentially like it's it was built by Israel supposedly uh-huh. and um, it, it allows access to keystrokes screenshots uh, takes pictures with the camera of people um, can listen to the microphone and send all this stuff back to servers and mm. the servers it sends it back to is all randomized so that mm. it, it's like sort of like one of those um, RSA, Key card things, you know, that keeps changing the number every whatever. Sure. Uh, so it's kind of like that, so you don't know where it's going next. Sounds pretty sci-fi to me. Apparently, it's the most advanced uh, virus any of the virus people have ever seen, and it uses like hacks into uh, certain uh, hash uh, protocols uh-huh. that that don't exist. That like <laughs> they're using things that aren't out in the wild, like stuff the NSA has figured out that no one else has figured out. Huh. they're using to attack hash passwords and that kind of stuff. Hmm. And apparently it's just absolute nuts,
1: this wow. thing. Um, cool. I just sounds figured
0: deep. maybe you would have heard about it and, and and had some thoughts.
1: No, I, this is the first I've heard of it. Okay, um, you
0: need, I'll, I'll put a thing in the show notes and we can discuss it next week. I just think it's an interesting... Sounds like a movie. It, that's the thing, man. It feels.
1: It, What's it called? It sounds like, uh, remember that girl with the dragon tattoo?
0: It feels exactly like that, which yeah, is just know. kind of terrifying. You know,
1: no. I, th- I mean, it doesn't surprise me, honestly. Yeah. Because people are lazy, man. And people, you know, will try to make their lives as, as easy as possible. And with that kind of, you know, there's that balance, the convenience versus security, you know?
0: Yeah. No, just absolutely. Uh, and it's just, oh, by the way, so I installed uh, Mountain Lion DP4 on my new machine. Oh, yeah. This morning. And it was interesting because I had to run this little app to sort of get full uh, support on my machine. But it didn't come from the app store, so it wouldn't let me run it. Uh, so I had to go, you have to go into the settings and actually turn off whatever that, you know, file locker keeper thingy is that keeps you like it, basically it's, it, they've made it so it locks it down. So you have to explicitly say that you want to use uh, third party software, hmm. which is just kind of crazy. Hmm. It's a whole new world. As long as they keep that switch in there, I'm fine. The minute they say, well, we're no longer going to allow you to do anything on your computer that you want. Mm. That's where it gets scary. We'll have to wait and see. It's really rough. (laughs) Uh, If you want to send us an email, it is circuitousconversations at gmail.com. And we are at circuitous.tv. Yep. We are at Bill Wadman and at Dan Gottesman on Twitter. Yep. And uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to circuitous.tv over on the right-hand side. You can either tip us straight with PayPal or go down and uh, click the Amazon.com link. And anything you buy at Amazon, we get a few pennies of with no cost to you. Buy something. So if you are buying anything from Amazon, use that link,
1: and you will help
0: support the show. Yay. Uh, Got anything to add? Nope. You you crapped two pounds a day? (laughs) That was nice. I thought you meant like that. All right. We'll uh, we'll come back next week and talk about fling. Right. Okay. All right. Right Right on. Bye.